that maybe she, she just thinks rape means something that you just that she just doesn't like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, these stale chips are rape. <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason raped my an emotionally disturbed miscreant with a razor badgered and heckled a group of volunteers. He approached him, handing out flyers and flat bush, screaming and cursing. Within mere steps, the mayor's wife, First Lady Sherlane McRae. I can't stand volunteers, helping others in their spare time, doing something to support the cause, thinking they're better than regular people because they can't think of a hobby. Chinless, vapid lemmings clad in volunteer t-shirts, their spare time spent on sanctimony in the company of other masturbationist, faux-active, liberal team Brooklyn fuddy-duddies who vote with their khakis. A emotionally disturbed man approached him, agitated, hollering. A Brooklyn city councilman, Jermaine Williams, asked the man to calm down, calm down. And we got within 10 feet of the first lady. One of the brave volunteers came over to block him. Sizing up the volunteer, the post reports, the man screamed a gay slur. And he called him a faggot. You know, to call a volunteer a faggot is an insult to faggots. Now, the man was subdued by cops, strapped onto a stretcher, and taken away for evaluation. Or maybe they'll charge him with second degree interruption of a photo op as a hate crime. <laughs> America's largest city, world's loneliest town. Joining me now, a former writer for the paper of record, the New York Post, frequent contributing writer to many publications, regular columnist for Penthouse Magazine, news whore, Mandy Statmiller. Hi. After the Flatbush foo for all the first lady stayed on to pass out the rest of her stupid flyers. You know, I scream, you scream, we all scream when homicides are up almost 20%. In the first five months of 2015, number of people uh, shot, that's up 9%. Most affected neighborhood, predictably, in violent Brooklyn. Bedlam, Crivescent, the highest number of May shootings, nine in Bed-Stuy in May 2015. The New York Post, the paper of record, steadfast in its resolve to promote law and order, continues to demand that Mayor de Blasio drop his opposition to a city council plan to hire a 1,000 new cops. More cops, the answer, Mandy. I think so. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, cops cops make everything better except when they're, um, you know, uh, corrupt cops. Well, the- what I want are I want the wire cops, not the shield cops. The shield cops are the corrupt kind, mm-hmm. and the wire cops are the, um, you know, maybe a little corrupt, but overall good-hearted and have, you know. You know awesome co- intentions. You know what cops I like to get is like the, the Pat Molinaro type cop from The Odd Couple. <laughs> Slightly before your time. <laughs> well, uh, the agreement uh, of more than one resident was spoken in Bedlam Crivess, and it can be discerned the sound of agreement with the New York Post between the sound of gunshots in violent Brooklyn. One 47-year-old says, we need cops. Yeah. It's a quote. That's a good quote. That gets straight to the heart of the matter. One woman who works as a city teacher directly called out Hisner, saying that de Blasio needs to provide more officers. You can't go wrong having more officers. Well, tell that to the family of Eric Garner, goes yeah. to the counterpoint. But yeah. residents throughout the county of Kings, from troubled East New York, west to East Flatbush, to the Burgo Bill... Do not want to be shot. You know what they need? They just need more black cops. Mm-hmm. Because you don't hear a lot of stories about, you, you mean know. soul cops? 
But you don't, I mean, because it isn't, it, it's always, has there been an instance, it's always been white cops who are the ones who are, um, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm sure that there it's are. It's impossible for black cops to be corrupt. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. But I mean, most of the most high profile incidents, I feel like it's been, it's been white police officers. Well, yeah, it was the Asian guy who shot um, uh, the one guy in the you know, uh, girly in in the in the stairwell. He All was right. Asian, so, so I clearly is do that white? not is know Asian? what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean, though. Yeah, I just I mean, mean that's the same thing they're doing in the fire department now. They're trying to get more minorities in. There. Oh, they are. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, or or just you can have more cops, but then you can just have an emphasis on making sure the cops that you do hire aren't going to be uh, drunk on their own power and mm-hmm. yeah, just ability to, to uh, abuse their, their... Well, de Blasio says that we have the right to appro- we have the right approach to driving crime down. He says we have the right approach for turning the tide. That's what uh, he says. You know, last year we wound up with a record low of 328 murders, but but we saw a similar spike last year at this time. Wound up with a record low. So to follow up that success of a year with 328 people killed starting today. 330 new police officers are going to take to some of the city's grittiest blocks and precincts in an effort to staunch the rise in murders and shootings. 330 mm-hmm. new cops. It's called Summer All Out, the aggressive new NYPD initiative aimed at bringing the rate of homicides in line with last year's all-time low. They're going to be deployed in the 75th Precinct, East New York, 67th Precinct, East Flatbush, 113th Precinct, St. Albans, and Hollis. I spend a lot of time in all three of those precincts. No, you don't. I am there a lot. I kind of want to see the breakdown on the numbers of how these murders look, like how many are gang-related, how many are domestic, you know, I mean, because that kind of influences where they should be putting their resources I would well imagine. there's uh there were i can tell you the numbers there was 11 of them in east new york and then there was seven in east flatbush and seven in st albans and hollis he's also sending them to the uh what do you call it the the housing projects mm-hmm. uh 25 homicides occurred in those three areas alone same initiative last year resulted in a 26 percent drop in shootings in the targeted Precincts. Uh, we await Tuesday's verdict from Justice Maxwell Wiley. Prosecution and defense summed up their cases on Friday in the trial of NYPD Detective Wojciech Brascock, accused of being among a gang of bikers who targeted and badly beat up motorist Alexi and Lien after stopping his vehicle in traffic, bodily dragging him out, and, and uh, they, they, they damn near killed the guy. As his 34-year-old apparent remorseless asshole, Brascock, he lied to the NYPD about even being there, only answering to the crime when video footage proved he was involved. I want that guy to put out a whole fashion line because I am obsessed with the black kerchief that's hiding his face. (laughs) You know what I mean? He looks like Blanket the Baby. He looks like V. Stiviano with her gigantic visor. It's just like these are the fashion-forward trendsetters of our time. Yeah, it's sort of like an extreme hijab. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's covered up. He's been covered up for for the whole time. And trial's been going two years. And also, that's not a glimpse. That's the way to get attention in New York. You know, people aren't going to look at you if you have fucking two thousand dollars skinny jeans on or like, you know, two sleeves of tats. You need yeah. to be dressed like an undercover cop. Yeah, yeah. There's only one naked cowboy, and there's only one undercover cop that we don't know who the fuck it is. Exactly. And that's what check Brascock. Maybe he could be the uh, naked undercover cop in Times Square if things don't work <laughs> out with the force. 
I would totally tip him to take a picture with, with, with the guy with the fucking kerchief on his face. Well, you know, leading up to the beating, and a lot of people, you know, uh, don't know exactly how this happened, so we're going to summarize. I mean, mm-hmm. We saw the video of the beatdown. This is a, a crowd of bikers surrounding, uh, you know, Alexi and Leanne and just dragging him out and, and wearing him wearing him out, really. Leading up to the ba- one of the bikers pulled in front of his SUV. This is on the, out on, like, a, I guess on the... The West Side Highway, I believe, and they slowed dramatically. You know, that's called brake checking. I don't know if you're aware, but they do that. Uh, they just force you to slow down, and and and, and he taps the rear tire of the biker. Uh, the guy wasn't badly hurt or anything like that, but he did tap it, and so he pulled over. He stopped, and you think, oh, no doubt, he has the expectation. Oh, play time's over. You know, I'm going to be a law-abiding citizen. I've I've bumped into this guy. Mm-hmm. So motorcycles are all over the place. They're driving erratically. But, you know, somebody got hit, so I'm going to pull over and we'll, I guess he figured, we'll exchange insurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Christ. they surrounded the vehicle. The bikers did. They started beating on it. So he's in fear of his life, in fear of his, uh, for his safety. He's protecting his wife and infant daughter. He drove off. He ran over a couple of motorcycles. One guy was off his bike and he ran over that guy, crushed his spine. Hmm. Which is uh, well, you told me that he's not being prosecuted for that. No, he's not being prosecuted yeah. for that. That that's it's 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 only relevant, and then it that's what gives these makes them so angry because people go, "Why the fuck did they beat this guy up?" Well, that's why. Yeah, because he was, tr- but they were going to beat him up anyway. And because he ruined the Lana Del Rey video shoot yeah. that was happening. <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah. Well, I tell you, yeah. I if I knew who that was or what that joke was about. I showed it to you. She's the hot one with all the lip injections. Oh yes, mm-hmm. nothing like a lip injection. Yeah, very sexy. You know, uh, he, uh, he he he. As we saw in the video, he he. You know, he drives away. Right. They finally get him to pull over, uh, and, and they 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 break the window open so that they can unlock it. They open the door. They pull him out, beaten within an inch of his life, kicked. Within an inch of his life, by a group of these angry bikers, and his terrified wife watched helplessly. Called nine one one from the vehicle, uh, infant daughter in the car, and, and you heard the panicked nine one one call. We listened to that. Well, the first one wasn't panicked. No, it wasn't. The it first was- one was like, "Hi, um, this is not enjoyable. Uh, we've got some bikers." What's your location, ma'am? Yeah, <laughs> so you're right. It was very. It was, and then the uh, huge escalation. Oh yeah. Screaming, uh, bloody not. Well, she's very upset, and and uh, of that was after. After the detective, Terrifying. Detective Brasscock, mm-hmm. who is uh, on trial here, we're going to get the verdict tomorrow mm-hmm. on whether or not he's going to be convicted on this, 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 this gang riot shit or whatever it is. But uh, this assault, great gang assault charge is what it is. Uh, he broke the window, glass all over the place, covered the baby in glass. Yeah, she's panicked. Yeah. You know, clearly she's free king. That'd be cool if the baby had like some nunchucks or something. Just. <laughs> Fucking save the day. All right, because she's Asian. Uh, Brasscock. <laughs> that was not. Do Asians even have nunchucks? I don't know. No. I just uh, thought baby nunchucks was really hilarious. Baby nunchucks would be a good character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, he says, this is what the, the detective, he says, I never intended to hurt him. He says, he testified. He never intended to hurt Mr. Leanne. Uh, after he violently smashed the back window, showered inside the car, broken shards of glass, he kicked the passenger side of the vehicle twice Rode off because he saw the assault and was in fear of his life. That's what he said. I want that baby to have a reality show because that baby is going to be fucked up. He was going home to get his nunchucks. <laughs> this guy rode off. <laughs> Brasscock said, I, you know what? I need my nunchucks. Uh, can, now, I, can I ask you something? What's that? What is a nunchuck? A nunchuck yeah. is uh, it's, it's a piece of wood mm-hmm. and there's a chain 
Oh, okay. And then there's another piece of wood. Oh, cool. You've seen that before. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. You, you ever seen Eastbound I just, and Down? I use a lot of words that Kenny I don't Powers know what they mean. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Joshua Steinglass, the prosecutor, says the guy was acting out of pure rage. Uh, not police tactics, as the defendant would have you believe. His actions helped fuel the frenzy uh, that, that was taking over. It was a frenzy. He was acting with the pack, he said. Well, that's not what his, his, his lawyer minimized the attack. He said it's a rite of passage. You get cuts all the time. It's Brooklyn. No yeah, shit. No, I'm, I'm, I'm against this cop. Yeah. I mean, at how, first, how many times have you been pulled out of your car, beaten and kicked within an inch of your life? You know, I mean, this month or. Yeah. I mean, if I'm talking about this lawyer, you know what yeah, I mean? Like right, that's, that's, right, that's right. like, oh, it's a rite of passage. I have to disagree. You're against the cop. Well, here's the thing is like, if you're going to be doing undercover work, mm-hmm. then you have to never forget which side you're on. And that's a guy where he clearly, he was so undercover that he, you know forgot that his primary duty was to helping people you know yeah i'm not even convinced he was undercover i think this was just a hobby yeah <laughs> I, like this is an investigation no, I was he would doing, be eh? he would be destroyed if it was just a hobby um, that's what i'm th- uh, yeah but i mean no he wouldn't he's a you cop he would i can get away with shit like that have you ever seen law and order that's what they do because i they're be in a whorehouse or something they're, they're like really oh mean. i'm uh, investigating this uh, prostitute's mouth on balls <laughs> That's what they do. You know what the funniest thing is? Is to read police reports mm. uh, where they've clearly done way too much research on... Now, the other guy who's, uh, who's, who's, who's on trial is an electrician. His name's Sims, and he's seen on the videos. You can see him uh, being... Uh, he pulls... He tries to pull the Wi-Fi out of the car... Oh, really? He, I didn't see that part. Yeah, he did. And then he and then he walks around and stomps on Leanne because he couldn't get... She had her seatbelt on. He couldn't get her out of the car. But he reportedly told her as he grabbed her, you're going to get it too. So, uh, the, What si- kind of shoes do they wear? Sims Has that been reported? Law- mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll look into that. Sims' lawyer said it was true. I think it's not flip-flops and shit. You know what I mean? I know, but I'm saying it's not a dumb question. Well, does it matter? Really? Absolutely. Really? Okay, explain. Think about it. Like, mm-hmm. if it was... Like some New Balance or something, you're like, no, okay. They yeah. Fucking, I, acquit him. Yes, yeah. that's what that I'm saying. Okay, okay yeah. you saw my Th- point. Those are like Nerf shoes. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm making yeah. a point for you. Yeah. But if it's a good pair, like, like, like at, what, at what point does it become a severe shoe? That's the question. Uh, Doc Martens. Doc Martens and up. Or what are those ones that all of the, um, like, kind of tough boys wear? Are, are you trying to embarrass me because I don't know what tough boys wear? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's the, you know, there's the Buster Browns. I don't know. Look, he says there's no intent to cut. I don't even want to do any more about this story. Okay. I'm tired of it. Sorry. I just want to see these guys get, I, I think they should get convicted. I think that if you're a cop, you shouldn't break the fucking window. Yeah. I don't see that. Have a little anticipation. You know, you, you got to be someone who's an expert at triaging future consequences and if he had any ability to do that he would have seen you know uh, this is probably going to be something that's going to be prosecuted so because the whole justification of i didn't want to blow my cover Mm -hmm. it's like if this is going to be prosecuted then you stop in you you intervene and you save the guy right then you know what i mean because it becomes a moot um, yeah, you're right. This is the time to do it. Or you, or you fucking make something up. You're quick on your feet. You're like, that's my fucking dentist. He gave me a root canal that changed my <laughs> life, bro. You know, that's what I would. I would have gone the old. Right. You know. Yeah, the root canal that changed my life. That's story. what I'm saying. You gotta have that ready to go if you're undercover. <laughs> yes. It's getting rowdy downstairs. 
Felony assaults are up 27% in the subway system. It's the biggest increase in five years. NYPD's arrested a homeless man in the recent attack, well, down there in Bleecker Street, a 32-year-old Roland Reed allegedly pushed a transgender woman off the platform onto the tracks. A victim was waiting for the southbound six when the man demanded to know what she was looking at. And then he ran to the garbage can, grabbed a plastic bottle, threw it at her, and then he charged her and pushed her onto the tracks. And the woman was taken to Bellevue Hospital. She was treated and released. Whenever I hear stories like that, it always makes me think that uh, I should do more for LGBTQ mm-hmm. activism. Because, yeah. it I mean, that's man to do... Uh, Man, do transgender people get the most violent crimes uh, committed to them? It's just horrific. Well, yeah, when they're not being celebrated on the covers of magazines, they're oh, being come. pushed into the. Into, that, well, no. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the the insanely rich and famous, Caitlyn. You know. Yeah, there's and a big the, dichotomy between you know the the ones that are accepted and the ones who aren't, and and yeah. there's a lot of violence perpetrated in New York City against the uh, uh, the trans community. In fact, there was somebody of a you know they still haven't uh, moved forward with that murder trial. They got they finally got somebody charged. I don't know what the status is of that. We haven't heard anything in a while up there in Harlem. Mm-hmm. They, they they checked them out. They liked them. They liked what they saw. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that's what it is. Mm-hmm. They go, oh yeah, I would I definitely fuck her, and then they're like, hey, wait a second, yeah. and they get upset. Oh yeah, and yeah, I, and and, and, very... by, and the way this started with with what are you looking at? I guess mm-hmm. if you're if you're transgender, you're not allowed to look at people. I guess that's the deal, you know. You people, what you're saying? The guy was infuriated that the woman was looking at him. Mm-hmm. You know, which yeah. which I guess that, that take that to mean like you're supposed to be a, a, a scared to look at people. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I meant. I'm well, just I'm just I'm making sure that I'm following. Um, you're saying it's ridiculous that. Um, the guy who pushed... You're on the spectrum, Stat Miller. <laughs> Sometimes I get overwhelmed by information. The police said that the suspect threatened the arresting officers. He said, I'll throw you guys onto the tracks, too. See, this is why people have the right to remain silent. Mm-hmm. You know, he was even wearing the same clothes, by the way, as he was in the video. I guess he's homeless, so it's not like a big... It's not like he's got a closet full, but Jesus, you know, turn it inside out. Do something. If I was going crazy and about to be arrested, I would be one of those people. I would be like, I'd be like, you want some of this? Because I'll do that. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like a go big or go home kind of move if you're getting arrested. Yeah, you think? Yeah. You see, I think it's stupid. Well, of course it's stupid. That's why I'm saying I should never... I should never, like, flip my nut and go crazy. Going big is, like, always a bad idea. It's always a bad idea. Go big or go home. You're about to go home (laughs) once you go big. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) You're going to bust out. That's what always happens. But in the movies, it's good. Well, here's the way this came out. There were no bias statements made or other indicators of bias during the attack, authorities say. Instead, Hmm. the suspect appeared to be emotionally disturbed and acting irrationally. Is it to say... There's something rational about hate crime. Right, right. Well, just, yeah, that <laughs> you know it was I mean? that it was just a crazy person and it was not a just, hate crime specific. Exactly, just yeah. crazy. But, mm-hmm. but now he's like, uh, I guess they figure he's sane enough to hate. Mm-hmm. But in the movies, it's good. Uh, well. Uh, in the movies. It's you're on the spectrum. We have we have quotes, of course, from, from the victim's neighbor, David McMillan. How could we get by without David McMillan weighing in on this? He said, well, whatever a person is in their own personal life, that's their business. To bother one to attack one is inexcusable one what that's what i'd like to know he says it's a disgrace to the human race to do such an act a disgrace 
to the human race. Do you disagree with David McMillan? I think almost everything people do is a disgrace to the human race. <laughs> people should quote David McMillan more. Two cute Times Square mascots arrested after getting into a physical fight over a tip, squaring off Whenever I hear in the stories. most desperate place on Earth, Minnie Mouse from Queens, that's 34-year-old Sandra Mocha, versus Hello Kitty from New Jersey, 40-year-old Giovanna Melendez. Queens versus New Jersey, a Latina fight in cartoon costume. Whenever I hear stories... That's probably the most exciting thing to happen in Times Square that day. Whenever I hear stories like that, it always makes me think that uh, I should do more for LGBTQ Mm -hmm. activism. See, this is why people have the right to remain silent. Mm-hmm. You know? Hey, was that on video? Because I would love to see that. Unfortunately not. What the hell are people doing? I don't know. You if they don't have f- their camera phones ready to go for that. Yeah, well, if you, if, if, if I'll tell you something. Not everybody's in favor of this type of shit. Not everybody. What, brawling mascots? Yes. Well, of course not. I'm not in favor of if it. You but ask, if it happened, do you want to see it? Are you out of your mind? You're, you're not in, in favor of it? Of course not. I'm not in favor of fighting. Well, you're with the president of Times Square Alliance then, and, and I <laughs> emphasize the word square, Tim Tompkins, like a lot of people. He wants to fingerprint and regulate these mascots to discourage this kind of thing. He said, this is another reason why we need regulations to address the growing number of problems in Times Square. I, I, I think so, because I think those are the nastiest, most stinky, alcoholic Elmos that you always see. When I worked at the Post, I was getting off at the Rockefeller Center subway, and they were always putting on their costumes and going out. Oh, no. And they were just... Trying to make a living. And they were... <laughs> doing something without a degree. <laughs> no, wow. I'm Immigrants just, trying to make it in the big that city. That is not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying what that... What they smell like? Burritos? Is that what you're saying? No, they smell like booze, dude. Oh, yeah. Corona, right? Tequila? No. I hear you. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, Classism, to say I, the least. I think that um, a lot of the, I mean, I took a picture with one one time, and the guy, like, grabbed my tit, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like and did the, you tip him? No. They, they're not down there for free. <laughs> well, I think I was new to New York. Well, there you go. Did but, you, ever, you ever bend the rules? I don't think you want to have that on the yeah, record. But I'm saying uh, is that, uh, you know... It's hard to stand next to you without grabbing your tit. Oh, because I'm real yeah, you're, big. Yeah, you're busty. <laughs> and I'm tall, yeah. yeah. Well, All look, right. I'm saying, I don't know what you got against these mascots. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that, the, what do you suggest just, they do? I just really don't like them. I just think that... Um, Anti-mascot. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, they're very harassing and mm-hmm. filthy. And I, I think what it is is just that you see some dum-dum mm-hmm. who's in from Iowa who it's their first time in Times Square, and then they're letting their, you know, child be uh, embraced by their... <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, I, I really sound like an it's, asshole it's when I a, say all that, it's, don't it's, I? No, it's not as if they're, they're there to babysit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, then it's Times Square. You should expect... Yeah, because you had me on the show and I was talking about how it was fine with some lice-ridden possible, you know, sex offender... Alcoholic. I'll tell you what, I got an and idea. And with the tits and the women and the nakedity, right? Yeah, the nakedity you had no problem with. They're clean, they're oh, lovely. Okay. And they're sober. How about yeah. they set up a ring? These people. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. See, because you got it all, they got it all wrong. Mascot Fight Club. Yes. Yeah. That people and with the tits and the women and, time, and the naked Times Square. People think it's about making money. It's not about making money. It's it's about giving people what they want. It's about making love. That's the right. Tits and the women and, 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 and they, the naked. And you know what they want to see? They want to see Kian Kiere Mas. Mm-hmm. 
Loser hangs up her costume and goes back to cleaning rooms at the Capri Whitestone Motel. Hot sheets. Quien quiera más. I... Who wants more? That's right. Who wants it more? Mi español es muy malo. In America's largest city, world's loneliest town. In Queens, over a dozen cops swarmed on an unhinged killer. Guns drawn, barrels leveled like hard, black accusatory fingers pointed at the black heart of the twisted fiend. Torso trained as they're trained to aim. Their sights center mass on the murderer. They're returned to the site. Draped in a bloody towel, the towel stained in the blood of 27-year-old stabbing victim Yolanda Gonzalez. She was very pretty. Stabbed twice. R.I.P. At the violent culmination of a domestic dispute from a 273 D to a 187 in the blink of an eye. Cops moved in to arrest. Wait, I don't get it. Shirtless, suspect, shoeless 24-year-old Miguel Pichardo. After his uh, Richmond Hill neighbors spotted him, they shouted, that's him! And the, the killer's form, less than killer, the hoary formulaic gambit of returning <laughs> to the scene of the crime. Cheating the public of the manhunt at the end of the second act. Oh, he returned to the crime. Or is it a move so trite? It's right. It's masterful in that it is so trite that people would not expect it. So I'm with you on that. So you think it's so trite, it's right. It's so trite, it's right. But can you please like tell me... Like a Norman me- Rockwell, you mean? Like a cornball calendar artist. Because, <laughs> you know, he was all, Norman Rockwell's almost an enemy of art. <laughs> you know what I mean? Scorned by an entire generation of critics. And then after 9-11, he came on strong. Uh, people wanted a, you know, reassurance of traditional American values. He captured that kind of thing on canvas. But, you know, you just want to, you know what? I was, I kind of went down a little, you know, Norman Rockwell rabbit hole. That happens all the time. And I saw one of these, in 1964, one of his paintings, it was in the middle of the civil rights movement in America. And he painted what must be the most shockingly racist painting. Mm-hmm. That it's almost beyond belief. It's, uh, I'll show it to you right now. Uh, yeah, I'll hear it. Let's look at it. Now, it's a, I can't believe that his name isn't tarnished by this. As you can see, it's commissioned for Look Magazine. He's, and it was done with the Saturday Evening Post. There's a black girl in this, in this painting. She's on a sidewalk. Center of the painting. There's white men walking in front and behind. And her heads are cropped out. It's obvious that she's the subject, right, of the painting. Mm-hmm. And what's so racist? Well, right above her head on the canvas, he scribbles the N-word. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Clearly. And then here's the most racist thing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's this picture of the young black girl, and it's called <laughs> The Problem We All Live With. That's insane. I know. How could anyone like I don't know. Norman Rockwell because of that? I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, and, and he sort of, maybe this is the direction he was going in. In 1972, four years before his death, this is what he, he said. He admitted, I was doing this best possible world, Santa down the chimney, lovely kids adoring their kindly grandpa sort of thing. And I liked it, but now I'm sick of it. Maybe that explains it. Hmm. Well, say what you want about Miguel Pichardo, you know, but uh, he's never been accused of, of racism to my knowledge. Yeah, how did you go from that to Norman Rockwell? Well, I was re- making a comparison between him returning to the scene of the crime being a trite move. Yeah. Or is it so trite it's right? Like okay. people thought that Norman Rockwell was suddenly hip again. Uh-huh. Crime as art. Uh, this guy works in the medium of murder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I dare you to say otherwise. Some of us still enjoy a good manhunt. He's psychotic. 
Well, that's true. Yeah. He laughed as cops pulled him up to cuff him. And when you think about it, I guess it is kind of funny. No. But the killer's arraignment, assistant district DA, Kristen uh, Papadopoulos, she read the statements that he made at the 102nd precinct, and you're not going to believe the kind of shit he was saying. Uh, he said, I felt like it was her time to die. Well, Jesus Christ, dude. How many times have I felt that way? you got to learn to let that pass. Right. <laughs> Count to three. I've been married a couple of times. I thought about it. Yeah, it's, fucking, it's her, her time to die. Sure it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's all their times to die. You know what she you was gotta thinking. you got to let it go. You know what she was thinking? No. Pat Dixon's time to die. <laughs> Do you know what thinking, I'm thinking right I now? I wish Pat Dixon was here. Know what I'm thinking? I don't know. What are you thinking? I'm thinking. I hope it's funny. Oh, fuck. I'm he think- also says, I slapped the fucking shit out of her. That's a quote. A Pichardo reportedly told detectives. First one was more that poetic. That he looked into his girlfriend's soul as he killed her. How's that for poetic? He has um, ripped abs. Uh, Pichardo uh, wrapped her body in a rug, mm-hmm. right? and then he performed a grisly demonstration of that act with a bagel and a paper plate. Oh, wow. He felt it was the bagel's time to die. <laughs> he looked into the soul of the bagel. Cream I cheese. think he probably says that a lot. <laughs> he has um, the ripped looks abs. into the souls of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He stabbed her once in the shoulder, once in the wrist. It was indeed her time to die, and she did it at the scene. As the charges were read against him, Pichardo was silent, although several members of his family burst into tears at the very sight of the accused killer who wore a blood-stained Tyvek suit. What? Tyvek suit. What? That would be my guess. Uh, his lawyer, Mark Lakin, he told the judge's client wouldn't acknowledge anything that he said. He wouldn't even acknowledge anything he said. He won't communicate. He's having trouble communicating with him. He said that, uh, yeah, I know how that feels. Uh, he, he waived <laughs> Pichardo's right to a speedy <laughs> trial, and uh, the DA has not until July to indict him. A guy killing his girlfriend like that. I looked into her soul. What? Wonder what I wonder what that's like to look into somebody's soul and then to go fuck this they need to die. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean, what do you see when you look into other people's souls normally? Do you see some kind of a death sentence date or prediction? I don't see. Like, it. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know how to see somebody's soul. Oh, it's how do you easy. do that? You just look um, straight in the eyes. That's not a soul. Mm-hmm, that's, that's a soul. Those, that's eyes. No, no. <laughs> you're, so you're looking eyes into my are, soul Eyes right are now? the... Yeah, obviously. Okay. Eyes are the windows to the soul. Right, yeah. I think it's a, another... You sound like a raving lunatic. <laughs> no, I don't. Saying something like that. That's, that's, Did you listen to my stance on the mascots in the Times Square? That's someone who is very firmly... A downtown man committed financicide in the Suedanchal District. 29-year-old investment banker Thomas J. Hughes leapt from the window... Ended his life having just returned to his million-dollar apartment in the sky from vacation in, in the Bahamas. You know, and the, and they say the money can't buy happiness. <laughs> it must have been one of those vacations you need to recover from. You know, you got to get home so you can relax. That makes me think of one of the FIFA officials apparently had a, um, or FIFA, whatever it is, he had a luxury apartment just for his cats mm. in Trump building. FIFA. Is that the soccer people? Yeah, the whole soccer corruption thing. Well, I tell you, that soccer guy mm-hmm. with his cats. <laughs> yeah, luxury apartment for his cats. A distraught banker swallowed a fistful of pills and sat on the ledge for a few minutes before leaping off it, plunging to his death from the 24th floor window of the luxury building. Uh, working nearby was 44-year-old handyman Frank Rodriguez. Oh, poor Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez says this. Half his head is on one side of the railing and half is on the other. 
It's it never is. worth this. Life is too precious. Ugh. Well, now's your cue to marvel at the irony. A young, successful banker with all the comforts of living his wealth can buy jumps out his window while a simple handyman is approaching middle age, mm-hmm. waxes on about the preciousness of life. Mm-hmm. What does that make you feel in well, your soul? it makes me feel grateful for suicide. Can't you see that by looking into it? <laughs> the good thing about suicide is I just that, see pitch blackness. That's right. Sometimes it takes seeing a man's brains dumped out of his broken skull mm-hmm. to remind us how precious life is. Have you ever seen a dead body, Pat? Have I seen a dead body? Yeah, yes, in person. Of course I've seen a dead body. In person? Yes, recently. When? I'm often on the scenes of crimes. <laughs> I spend a lot of time at the coroner's office. <laughs> you know how I live. <laughs> okay. Do you ever wonder Ugh. what part of the brain contains suicidal thoughts? Um, let me think. Researchers have found suicide brains differ from regular brains. I think, what is it, right hemisphere is logical, left is creative? Suicide brains can't produce the right amount of the chemical that inhibits neuron activity. Mm-hmm. And that chemical's needed in the same way a car yeah, needs brakes. And it's uh, And that's seen more, by the way, when they examine this in, in the brains of rats. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the brains of rats that are handled by humans are, are, are suicidal. <laughs> they were jumping off buildings more. Uh, these rats. They have so little nooses in yeah. their cages. <laughs> so one last cheese it's, bender. It's through some, <laughs> through some. Ca- ate a handful of cheese. Mm-hmm. And he jumped. Fed himself to the cat. Mm-hmm. Some biological imbalance. The brain throws the, the kill switch. Is how it works. Did you know that that um, rats who have the pleasure button um, starve to death because they keep hitting it? The pleasure button. Yeah, whatever. There's some experiment. Well, cause, or maybe, it, I don't know. Christ, thank God I don't have a pleasure button. That's what I'm saying. My ex-husband compared me to that rat, that I would um, just be dead. Yeah. From the pleasure button. <laughs> I mean, if I had a pleasure button, I'd be like... It was I mean, on our can't... anniversary card, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a great guy. <laughs> well, uh, I figure with the, the brain throws kill switch. That's what it is, because biological imbalances. Because this is not going to work out. You need to fucking just terminate the deal. Right. That's weird. Your brain giving that order when you think about it. The mm-hmm. brain looks down. He sees a sidewalk and says, there. I want to go there right now. Yeah. It's that whole um, wanting to feel like you can control your destiny, you can control the outcome, mm-hmm. and then you make this ridiculous, violent outcome for yourself. Really? Just like you, you, you're so determined to choose your own path that you mm-hmm. just drive it into a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah the ultimate act is self-determination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self-extermination. Mm-hmm. Well, she came from Maryland. To die in Queens. This is a different story. Mm. Yes, I've moved on. 34-year-old Kelly Mayhew came with her mother all that way to receive a hot butt injection in a makeshift medical room in a far rockaway basement. Gurgling and choking, Mayhew went into cardiac arrest and died. But enhancing silicon administered by a needle hmm. by unlicensed butt injectors to desperate for butt ladies mm-hmm. with the cash to take a shortcut to ass. The homeowner, 45-year-old Joan Doyle, allowed a broke former co-worker to stay in the basement. Out of sheer gratitude, that broke friend turned the woman's basement into an open-mic medical facility. That's hilarious. A woman Doyle knew as Donna. <laughs> open-mic medical facility. This is Donna, providing the illegal butt injections to women who came to the basement to have their booties embiggened. Doyle said she'd noticed a steady stream of women coming and going from the side entrance, and she'd noticed something peculiar. Some of them had weird butts. It's a quote. 
Really? Yeah. She said some of them had weird butts. I knew something was on, but I couldn't get my finger on it. <laughs> she said she, <laughs> even petite hotshot Donna had a big butt. I thought, well, why is she so small? Why is her butt looking like that? This lady says butt a lot. Yeah, she does. Another deadly butt injection. I'm trying to find a picture of a butt injection. It was that... last spring. If yeah, go ahead and Google butt injection. Courtney Love sent me one. 22-year-old Tamira Blaine. She was found foaming at the mouth, writhing, convulsing on the bed of a second-floor room at the Liberty Inn Hotel. Hot sheets. <laughs> hot sheets. Her hotshot cosmetologist letting her sweat it out for 90 minutes before calling for help. A butt injection homicide in the meatpacking district. Asphyxiated by butt-injected silicone at $40 at $40 an hour at an hotel hotel. Hot sheets. Do you think I need um, a butt injection? Yes. Thanks. And it, you know what? It's affordable if you do it this way. <laughs> but it could be a long and painful death. You have mm-hmm. to be careful. Yeah. I mean, how much would you be willing to spend? Because do you know that if you got yourself a butt injection, do you know what the do you know what the cost of that would be? Mm. Several thousand dollars. It can it can they start at like four grand. Well, that's why you go on a reality show um, like Bridal Plasty, where you compete for uh, free plastic surgery, including Brazilian butt lifts. Is this is that is that something you can do? Yeah, it's a real show. You really want to compete for it, though. Obviously, Mayhew had a collage of pictures on her Facebook showing off her beauty with the caption "Brains, Beauty, Boobs, and Booty." Oh man! And now, no more of that shit. You're, you know, she's she's deceased. I hope she had an open booty funeral. An open booty casket. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Going from from, you know increasing the size of the booty to hiding a body what do you think you get for helping somebody get rid of a body uh, probably 2500 well a Brooklyn man who helped a pal get rid of his dead girlfriend's body got a fairly light sentence that's mm-hmm. really what I was talking about mm-hmm. a sentence a 23 year old Luis Manon pleaded guilty to hindering prosecution and tampering with physical evidence. Now, uh, Manon used the family van to transport the body of Shanisha Forbes and help 22-year-old Christian uh, uh, Christian uh, Ferdinand toss it into Garretson Creek. Uh, by the way, Ferdinand, the killer, do you remember this story? He got 29 years to life for suffocating his 14-year-old girlfriend with a pillow after she told him she was pregnant and wouldn't get an abortion. Yeah, I do remember In that. order to not have the baby, he's like, hey, come on. And mm-hmm. he killed her. I think he soaked her down with, uh, what's that, Axe body spray and set her on fire. Shut up. No, he, did he set her yeah, on fire? Yeah, I believe he did. Oh, my God, these stories He was are trying awful. to burn her up, you know. Ugh. Trying to get rid of the body, I think. He already killed her. He'd seen Game of Thrones. Well, I think Chris, I think... Chris Laker's remark was that, oh, boy, that's going to, that corpse is going to smell so good. Everybody's going to sleep with that corpse. <laughs> he really used Axe body for spray. I, I just, I. You know, an autopsy I'm... revealed she wasn't even pregnant. Oh, my God. She was just saying that to fuck with him. Wow. And now, because of that one lie, this man has to do 29 years. Oh, you're such a cunt. Oh, my God. Well, I think that's unfair. His friend, for helping get rid of the body, sentenced to three months hmm. which I thought was reasonable three months that's a, that's a lot better than 29 years ain't it no I think it should be 29 years for helping get rid of the body absolutely he if just you, threw if, it in a creek he didn't if, kill you're, if your buddy killed me mm-hmm. 
and asked you to help him get rid of the body uh-huh. I want you going away for fucking decades well what you want is no longer relevant <laughs> you're dead I know I'm sure that the, I'm sure that the, the, the girl would have it differently if they asked her I know so I speak for the girl okay well you're gonna have to speak to someone else speak mm-hmm. to someone who gives a shit about this oh my God. I think it's fair a drive-by purse snatching in hipsterburg a woman was injured trying to hold on to her purse during a drive-by purse snatching, 59-year-old cyclist on her bike in a McDonald's parking lot, a lady reached out from the passenger seat of a black Scion, grabbed the woman's bag. The victim held on and was subsequently dragged, injuring the left side of her face. She lost the purse and suffered a deep gash and swelling to her head. Now, speaking of oh. a deep gash and suffering... <laughs> Speaking you're, of you're, suffering a deep gash and swelling me. to her head, performance me. artist Mattress Girl found wowed critics mm. and like-minded trolls alike with the unveiling of her new video performance piece. You see, we're suffering a deep gash here. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. talking about her vagina. The, no, just her. She's a gash. Just as a person. But isn't gash like um, gash a slur what, for a vagina? It's a, it, well, no, it's what you call... It's, no, for, for a, a vagina, it's just like a regular word. But to call a woman a gash, that's, uh, that's you know, that's different. Yeah, you're calling her, like... Um, it's I, a slur I, on her, but if you just called... If, if I was talking about her vagina being a gash, that's fine. If I said, yeah, I, she, that's her gash. It's like if you were calling her, like, a hole. Like, it's, like, the worst thing you could say. Yeah. You yeah. said it was a slur for vagina. Mm-hmm. But it's not slurring her vagina. It's okay with her vagina to call it a gash. It's calling her a gash. You shouldn't call her... You shouldn't call any woman a gash. Right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to start this story over again. Mm -hmm. Speaking of suffering a deep gash and swelling to her head, performance artist Mattress Girl wowed critics and like-minded trolls alike with the unveiling of her new video performance piece. It consists of three parts. Uh, A written introduction by Mattress Girl in which she vaguely accuses the viewer of raping her. An eight-minute rape porn video of Mattress Girl herself being consensually fucked by a guy with a blurred-out face. And then slapped and fucked harder as Mattress Girl suddenly victimized, whimpers in pain and protests. The final element of the piece is a comment section, which mostly is where people mock her and say things like, next time make it a snuff film. I didn't see that one. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I, that's... <laughs> Conjecture extrapolation on my part. Like yeah, could, well, that's, that's, a a funny, that's a funny comment. Well, the eight-minute video features... This is in Jezebel, okay, or the description in Jezebel. Eight-minute video features Mattress Girl and a man, his face blurred, engaging in what appears to be consensual sex that turns violent. The unidentified man, open palm, slaps Mattress Girl, chokes her, removes the condom, then continues to have very rough sex with Mattress Girl, who whimpers and protests from pain. Did you watch it, the video? No. No, I didn't. It would compromise my integrity as a journalist. <laughs> but uh, I, I, the description, I think, does it. And, unless it's drastically off script. Have you seen it? No, because I didn't want to rape her. Oh, yeah, you figured that you could particularly see. That's what she said. She said, if you watch the video, you're, you're raping me. She makes it clear that everyone who watches the video without her consent mm-hmm. is participating in her rape. Yeah. Looks like she's going to be carrying a lot of mattresses. <laughs> If you watch this video without my consent, then I hope you reflect on your reasons for objectifying me and participating in my rape. And that's the really, to me, the function of great any great artist, really, is, is to find the most efficient way to falsely accuse the highest number of people of rape. <laughs> that's what art's all about. Absolutely. 
She causes I learned that in basic drawing 101. Causes the viewer to reflect on things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this bitch's problem? Yeah, right. Why am I such a cunt? <laughs> I truly believe that Mattress Girl doesn't understand the meaning of the word rape. I, that's what I think. I, yeah, I that's think my theory. I you think, think that I think maybe she just thinks rape means something that you just that she just doesn't like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, these stale chips are rape. <laughs> oh my god. Frito Lay raped my mouth. <laughs> I I used to like Drake, but his fourth album raped me. That would yeah. be a hilarious Three's Company misunderstanding twist <laughs> on the last several years. Well, I thought rape meant Now the the constant victimization she must feel though. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know? Rape. Yes. Yeah. I remember hearing Jagged Little Pill and thinking, damn, that chick sounds kind of angry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Things got so much worse. That's pretty much how the timeline goes is Murphy Brown, Jagged Little Pill, Mattress Girl. Rape. Right? You know, if you're listening to New York City Crime Report without my consent, I'd like you to reflect on your reasons for participating in my rape. Yeah. My personal view of the piece. What's yours? Right. Uh, my personal view of uh, of her piece or of New York City Crime Report? Of herpes. <laughs> my personal view of her piece mm. is uh, that she's a really troubled little lady. What's your personal view of her gash? I think that's an offensive term, and I'm going to try and work on you uh, to get you to stop saying it. Let's go back to her piece. Mm-hmm. You think it's disturbing? You think I mean, it's I didn't, it indicates a disturbed person? I didn't watch her because I just didn't have, I think it's like seven minutes, I just didn't have time to rape her, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like I plan to go yeah, back and... Yeah, it's so time consuming. Yeah, if it was like a vine, you know what I mean? Fine, but... Um, <laughs> a gif? Yeah. A rape gif? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I just think uh, I think she has kind of given a gift to the feminist community who uh, does not stand behind her, which I think is a, a lot of people in that she has given kind of a definitive demarcation of lack of credibility. You think so? I think so. Yeah, I've seen a lot more people um, kind of stop defending her. In the beginning, when I first heard her story, I mean, I thought... I I I completely you know believed her and, mm-hmm. um, and you know and, and, and just is it is it this piece that changes your mind on that? No no no. It was reading more the um, uh, text messages and just all of the reporting mm. done on her. I think she's. I mean, I, I do think that there can be you know someone who uh, communicates uh, positively with their rapist after the fact, I think it can be very complicated, but God, Mm -hmm. everything I read on this is just, she just sounds like a fucking nightmare. Mm. I mean, yeah. Sending text messages, fuck me in the ass. I love you. You know, when am I going to see you? I miss you. Let's have a chill sesh. Like that's so above and beyond someone who is just Grappling with confusing feelings over trauma that's happened to them. I mean, I just don't buy it. And, you know, Mandy, Mandy, there's no perfect victims. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin McGinnis, you know, a vice. He pretty much, (laughs) he pretty much, uh, 
he eviscerated her in uh, I, I, a tweet that he did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and he's uh, Gavin McGinnis is great. And, and I, and I liked what he had to say about it. And, and I kind of like what he says about a lot of shit. And, and I, uh, I like what you have to say about a lot of things too. I think it's very interesting. And I think that, uh, that a lot of people agree with you now about her credibility. And I, and I think that the, the this doesn't help. It, it seems to be, uh, it, it, she's almost, I, my theory, I, I thought she was, she's beginning to identify as a victim self-identify as a victim as a way of life yeah and i believe that's uh, that's where this this art is coming from she refers to herself as a victim a lot and and as being victimized by the viewer uh, she's as if she's made herself vulnerable uh, to that now i do think that it challenges this piece uh, my opinion of it it challenges the the notion of objectivity in evaluating the circumstances surrounding a rape what? Does that make sense? No, I'm not smart enough. Well, to okay. That. Like, think about it. a lot of people think there has to be some objective measure in in evaluating the circumstances sure, sure. of a rape. There's you know? the story, the story you attach to the story, mm-hmm. and then the meaning. Well, you whether or not something is a rape based on this, this, or this. Okay. And she's almost saying, she's saying, well, that you know, first of all, she's challenging the idea that that should even be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's presenting a consensual sex act. The title of the piece is called "This Is Not a Rape." Mm-hmm. So. But it also has the date stamp of the day and time she claimed that the original rape took place. Oh, it does? Yeah. So oh. she postulates by doing that whether or not a given sex encounter uh, is rape, or whether, bet- whether or not it can be decided by the courts or universities or even people that are watching it. Because you bet- might watch that and think it's a rape and you'd be wrong. This is not a rape. So she puts it all in her hands. So it's like really... If you're a victim, if you feel like a victim, then it must be rape. She doesn't feel victimized by this. Mm -hmm. Because there can't be a victim without a rape, right? Rape. And then there can't be rape without a rapist. So the intent of the rapist isn't relevant. You know what I mean? Because there's a victim, therefore there's a rape. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's insanity. And rape's never unintentional. Mm Mm-hmm. So his intent to rape is inherent in his actions. I'm going to start going around saying um, that I've been murdered and be like, how dare you question me? Yeah. I'm telling you, I've been murdered. Uh, what will it take for you to believe a victim? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and I'm going to balance a bunch of knives on my head. All you have to do is, is feel like a victim. And, and really, it, and, and if you want to know what rape is, it's whatever they say it is. Rape. You know? Uh, how many releases would you have to have before you would be the co-star in this with, with Mattress Girl? <laughs> what would it have to say? Um, you know, I mean, before you'd be like, okay, so I'm not going to be. A, I think what <laughs> I would do swear is, to God, I would get my lawyer to to um, tattoo in permanent ink and NDA on her stomach, <laughs> and then she would sign it there, and then carry that around with her the rest of her life. Well, here's some of the comments. Somebody says, uh, "I think we are witnessing someone who just discovered she really enjoys attention and provoking yeah. people and using rape as bait, which, quite frankly, I think is cheap. Now we all raped her, apparently." And then we have another qu- another uh, comment. On the one hand, uh, this is misguided, sophomoric, exploitive, and narcissistic. The kind of exhibitionistic stunt with pretensions to art that you might expect of someone who's not very mature for her age. Rape. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Somebody else said, very clever. If you click the play button, your IP is logged, and a complaint is sent to your ISP that you're a rapist. No. <laughs> That'd be amazing, but yeah. Wouldn't that be rich? Yeah, that would be uh, very, very tech-savvy. Manhattan Federal Court, city can I, can settled. I, can I say one thing? Oh, please. How 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 annoyed with himself is that German exchange student that he just did not give her the chill sesh that she requested? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
One, he was one chill sesh away from Mattress Girl not existing. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> always you really think that would have appeased her. Always give the girl a chill sesh. Yeah, I say don't appease anybody. It's only going to dig you in deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's going to happen at that chill sesh? At the chill sesh, you say, you know, you just I, I like your art. Yeah. Have you considered doing something with like carrying a refrigerator around <laughs> as a protest to the shitty you cafeteria are, food? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean like, you know what he should do? It's a misdirect. Right. Yeah. Like, introduce her to a friend. That's the best thing. Yeah. Because uh, that's 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 what that that's what somebody needs sometimes. It's just a, just a good old fashioned chill sash, right? I've gone so far as to when someone was trolling me, I created another account to troll the troll just to misdirect him from me, and it works every time. People just need to be misdirected. If only people had this kind of life experience. <laughs> well, she's sharing it with you, Mandy mm-hmm. Stabler, yeah. news horror. How to. <laughs> Not be accused falsely of rape. Not how not to be trolled. How not to be stalked. Mm-hmm. How to wait? Uh, did I say how not to be stalked? How to? Uh, I figured that's what you meant. Oh, oh yeah. Well, sure. Right. That's what you're saying. Do you want to hear about something that happened in Manhattan yeah, yeah, federal please. court? I apologize. A city settled another lawsuit brought against the NYPD. A Bronx teen was arrested and jailed when she blew off the flirty NYPD officer. Now, 19-year-old Natalie Ehrlich says she was getting some food with her friend. When Officer Jose Painan and another plainclothes cop chatted them up, she says, I had on a camouflage hat and he had on camouflage pants. He said, we match. That's cute. <laughs> I brushed him off. That's and, a meat cute. And I laughed. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's nothing cute about what happens next. She fo- He followed her when she left. Oh, boy. And he said something slick, like, where are you going? She added, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in her, like, uh, she asked him if he was a cop. He replied, maybe. And she told him, that's a cop answer. Mm-hmm. Seconds later, a van pulled up. Four more cops got out, and he told him, cuff her. <laughs> oh, my God. He said she blew his cover, according to Ehrlich's mother. Ugh. Ehrlich said when she asked why she was being arrested, he told her, you know why. You're being a smart ass." Oh, my God. Searched her. And they put her and a friend into a van. And two hours later, they took him to the 52nd precinct. So this is taking a little time. Jesus. When she was frisked, a male cop was, quote, touching her breasts, the suit also said. Ugh. They kept her there overnight. They didn't let her go to 11 a.m. the next day. She said they, uh, they, they, then he, he unlawfully subjected the two innocent women to approximately 19 hours of detention, charged them with obstruction of governmental administration what a a cocksucker that guy is yeah i would agree i mean see that's yeah that's why you just gotta keep those cops from being you just need to yeah you just need to say you know give them a fake number you know what i mean (laughs) you gotta express a little interest and then back out of the room slow can you imagine if that was the training citywide for young women listen if you don't want to get arrested Here's what you do. You let him down easy. Yeah. You say, you're hot, but I have a boyfriend. It doesn't sound to me like she necessarily shot him down. She no. She says a cop answer, you know? Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it just sounds like he was, uh, I think it's one of those things where it's just. Um, uh, Maybe instead of blowing her cover, she should have blown something else. I think I mean? it's, um, I think it's abuse of power creep. You know, where yeah. you, 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 you get away with one thing. Oh, wow, I got away with that. And then just, yeah, I'm going to fucking this hot chick. Let's arrest her. Wow. Who's going to who's gonna do something? She did have quite a rack. 
it was in the paper. Yeah. Yeah, they had a picture of her, and, and it was a real cleavagey shot. How, well, that's the post. They, they, I'm sure, brought her in for a photo shoot. You go with and, cleavage uh, without cleavage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, um, <laughs> did uh, how much money did she get? Forty five thousand dollars. And it said forty five G because yeah, when I I looked at the headline for a good three minutes, thinking that her breast size was forty five G, and I was like, holy shit, those are gigantic. Breasts. Yeah, forty-five G. Yeah, because people yeah. have those. Why are you wasting it? Yeah. Wow. Well, that guy, that cop's been named in three other suits, and has been that they've been forced to settle and couldn't be reached for comment. The officer couldn't. So, hey, Mandy, uh, where can we hear you? It's a news horror podcast on mm-hmm. Riotcast. That's Riotcast.com/slash news horror. Yeah. Listen for great episodes, mm-hmm. uh, including uh, uh, Hannibal Buress mm-hmm. and uh, and and Donald Logue mm-hmm. and many many others. Uh, Pat Dixon. Uh, Pat also. Dixon, yeah. yeah, not just once but twice. Two big episodes of news horror, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and your writing is out there too and it's very good uh, yeah. listen to this. she's a uh, she's she's uh very entertaining uh news or mandy Stadmiller. thanks for joining me thank you oh, you were gonna say something go ahead some sort of a plug um i was just gonna say that i'm gonna go off the grid for the next uh month so if people want to read my writing they should just go to amazon and plug in my name and go nuts and good luck yeah because like fucking the grid is where you're not gonna see her if you're on the grid <laughs> <laughs> tough shit yeah Thank you, Mandy Statmiller. July 6th, you can come to uh, Caroline's on Broadway, Desperation Tonight, possibly the last show. Desperation Tonight, not on every Monday anymore. We're saving it up for this one big one, July 6th. You don't want to miss it. If you live in New York City or if you're going to be in New York City, write me for tickets. Pat Dixon NYC at Gmail. I will give you tickets to the show. It's going to be incredible. I might get naked at that show. She might get naked. Nearly naked. There's... A whole list of other shit that's going to happen too. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great comics, and uh, and and it's going to be a lot of fun with music and shit. July sixth, Caroline's on Broadway, seven thirty show. And please continue to. And by the way, nobody's listening. Thank God. Oh, also, can I just say that I became a patron on Patreon? It's the best decision. Yes. I've, it's the best decision I've ever made. Good for you. So if Thank anyone so doesn't do that. that, oh my God, well, I'm re- so re- glad I did. It does mean a lot. Support is, is cool. And, and like if you enjoy the show and, and listen to it and you get some extras and stuff like that. People can do it even for like a dollar. And if you listen to this every week, like why wouldn't you want to, you know, support your ability to do it? Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, it, uh, when, when it, it, it really does help. And thank you so much uh, for those who have done that. Thanks for tuning in so, uh, so much to the Mary Jean episode. Boy, that was fun to do. If you haven't heard that yet, go and listen to that. It's uh, tinyurl.com slash. Mary Jean, sex crime. She's a porn star who uh, accuses Stilo Brim of sexually assaulting her. Go back and listen to some of these. Go back and listen to the uh, to to the the one with uh, Gilberto Valet. Thought crimes. Yeah, it's a good one. Thought crimes. Good episode. Hank Gallo. That episode people like. Don't miss the Nate Fritzen episode. That's all it. You know what? Go to crimereport.nyc. That's a good place to get all this stuff. But listen through Stitcher. And by the way, thanks for all the reviews. Great reviews. Oh, yeah. I haven't reviewed on Stitcher yet. I'm oh, going to yeah, do that please right do. now. And keep it coming. You know, you, you listen on there. You review. You give it a nice a nice rating. And, man, it's, uh, well, it, 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 just, it just does a lot of good for the show. And so, most importantly... Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks one more time, Mandy Stadmiller. Thank you, Pat Dixon. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.
You see, we're suffering a deep gash here. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. talking about her vagina. The No, just her. She's a gash. Just as a person. But isn't gash like um, gash a slur what, for a vagina? It's a, it, well, no, it's what you call... It's, no, for, for a vagina, it's just like a regular word. But to call a woman a gash, that's a... Uh, that's you know that's different. Yeah, you're calling her like um. It's a, a slur I, on her, but if you just called if if I was talking about her vagina being a gash, that's fine. If I said yeah, I, she, that's her gash. It's like if you were calling her like a hole, like it's like the worst thing you could say. Yeah, you yeah. said it was a slur for vagina. Mm-hmm. It's not slurring her vagina. Is it over? It's okay with her vagina to call it a gash. It's calling her a gash. You shouldn't call. Is her. it over? You shouldn't call any woman a gash. Right, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna start this story over again. Mm-hmm.